You're listening to the Study Legal English podcast, the world's first legal English podcast, helping lawyers and law students become fluent in legal English. Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Study Legal English podcast. I am your host Louise and this episode today is all about bail. This episode is the last one in the course English Legal System Module 5, An Introduction to Criminal Procedure, which you can find at studylegalenglish.com forward slash courses. If you're not a member, you can of course follow this course simply by listening to the episodes. And if you are a member, you can complete the extra activities and gain a certificate by taking the final course exam. If you are not interested in earning certificates, but you would like to take your learning to the next level, you could consider signing up for the podcast Lite membership. This is a new membership. It's a great starter membership, giving you the essential benefits of the transcripts for the podcast episodes. So those are really helpful for reading along to the podcast and learning new vocabulary. And of course, it's a little bit cheaper than podcast pro membership. Head over to studylegalenglish.com forward slash pricing and you can see the different member options there. So today's episode is a brief episode about bail. We look at what bail is, how it can be granted and why it may be refused. I'll be reading an extract from the article How Do the Courts Decide Whether or Not to Grant Bail? written by Lucy Trevelyan and published on the In Brief website available at www.inbrief.co.uk forward slash court dash proceedings forward slash bail. I've edited the article for length, so if you want to read the full article, do head over to the website for more details. So let's get started. How do the courts decide whether or not to grant bail? What is bail? If a defendant is granted bail, it means they are allowed back into the public while they await trial or further police investigations, instead of being remanded in custody, i.e. locked up. A person can be released on bail at any point from the moment they have been arrested. This may be granted in the police station after interview or the court after the preliminary hearing. Discretion for granting bail lies with the authorities in charge. Police powers to grant bail If the police custody officer releases the defendant on bail, this is usually on condition that they return to the named police station at a certain date or turn up at court for a preliminary hearing. The custody officer may refuse bail if the defendant's name and address cannot be obtained or if there is any doubt that the details given are incorrect or false. What happens if a defendant fails to return? If a defendant released on bail fails to either return to the police station at a specified time or turn up to court on the given date, depending on what conditions were set with the bail, 
the police have the power to order the arrest of that person for breach of their bail conditions. Conditional bail. The police have the power to impose conditions on granting bail. These include suspect has to surrender his passport and have another person stand as surety for his surrender. These conditions are imposed to ensure the defendant follows the stipulations of his or her bail, does not commit another offence while on bail and does not interfere with any witnesses during his or her release. If police bail is refused. If the custody officer decides to refuse bail, the defendant must be taken in front of the magistrate's court at the first possible opportunity. If the magistrate's court cannot deal with the whole case at first instance, it will set a date for a future hearing and decide whether or not to grant bail until then. The Bail Act 1976 When assessing whether to grant bail, courts must, under the Bail Act 1976, start with the presumption that an accused should be granted bail unless there is a justified reason to refuse it. The court will consider the nature and seriousness of the crime, the character of the defendant, his or her past criminal record, associations and ties with the community, the defendant's previous record of abiding by his or her bail conditions and the strength of the evidence against the defendant. If a defendant is charged with a crime not punishable with a prison sentence, bail can only be refused if the defendant has failed to surrender to bail in the past and there are grounds for reasonably believing the defendant is likely to do the same thing again. What is surety? The court and or the police can require a person to act as surety for the defendant before granting bail. A surety is where another person is prepared to promise to pay the court a certain sum of money should the defendant breach any of his bail conditions, such as failing to attend court. No money has to be paid unless the defendant breaches bail. Great, that brings us to the end of the article. The original article, as I mentioned, does go into more detail about restrictions on bail which apply if the defendant is charged with murder, serious drug offences, or is a repeat serious offender. If you're interested in reading the original article, do head on over to www.inbrief.co.uk forward slash court dash proceedings forward slash bail. I will, of course, put that link in the podcast notes. So now that we've listened to the article, let's look at the key legal English vocabulary to do with bail. I'm going to discuss just a few phrases. Firstly, when the police or the court says the defendant can go on bail, the official way to say this is to grant bail. Secondly, if the police or court say the defendant can't go on bail, the official way to say this is to refuse bail. Thirdly, if a defendant is granted bail and they are free, they are no longer in custody, the official way to say this is to be released on bail. 
Notice to release on bail is always used in the passive voice in this context. So we say to be released on bail. And we normally omit the subject, the person who is doing the verb. Notice also that the preposition on is also necessary. So it's okay to say that the defendant was released on bail, but it doesn't sound quite right if you say the defendant was released on bail by the police because we normally omit the subject. And it also doesn't sound right if you say the police released the defendant on bail. Rather, if you wanted to use an active sentence, you would say the police granted bail or the police granted the defendant bail. So, let's practice these. First, I'll read a sentence with one of these options missing. Then there'll be a beep for you to fill in the gap with the correct word. The options are granted, refused or released. So, let's go. Number one. The defendant was on bail and awaited trial. The defendant was on bail and awaited trial. Did you get it? The answer is the defendant was released on bail and awaited trial. Number two. The defendant was bail by the police and could leave the police station. The defendant was bail by the police and could leave the police station. Did you get it? The answer is the defendant was granted bail by the police and could leave the police station. Number three. Due to the risk of the defendant interfering with witnesses, the police bail. Due to the risk of the defendant interfering with witnesses, the police bail. Did you get it? The answer is, of course, due to the risk of the defendant interfering with witnesses, the police refused bail. Great. So that's the end of today's episode where we've discussed bail. Members can access further resources by heading over to studylegalenglish.com. And, of course, if you have any questions or comments, please do get in touch by sending an email to louise at studylegalenglish.com or sending me a message on social media. So thank you for listening and see you next time.